We're so glad that you've joined us today on the Relevant Church Podcast. There's so much God wants to do in and through you as you listen to today's message. If you want to learn more about Relevant Church, visit us online at thisisrelevant.cc. Happy Father's Day to all those fathers out there. All right, give yourself a pat on the back, all you fathers out there. All right, great, 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 great. Okay, today is Father's Day, and we're going to talk about fathers. What a crazy situation. You kind of probably knew that's probably what I was going to talk about today. We're going to talk about fathers. And I've prepared a couple slides today of some people who have talked about and said great things about their fathers. So the first thing we're going to talk about well, first thing we're going to talk about is the, the title of the message. No, we're not. I'm not going to talk about the title of the message right now. We're going to talk about these slides. So first of all, the first slide is going to be from uh, Chelsea Clinton. And she says, my dad believed in me even when I didn't. He always knew that I could do this. Okay. And the second slide we're going to look at is going to be by Taylor Swift. And she says, he always provided me a safe place to land and a hard place from which to launch. What great words of encouragement. And the last one is going to be from Michael Jordan. Now, some of you might say that Michael Jordan is the best of all time. No, uh, he Oh, my God. He's pretty good. He's pretty, he, don't get me wrong. He's pretty, he's pretty, he's pretty good, but LeBron is, is pretty good, too. Yeah. Anybody in LeBron fans? All right, there you go, there you go, there you go, Okay. All right, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, and he says, my father used to say to me, it's never too late to do anything you wanted to do. And he said, you never know what you can accomplish until you try. That's from Michael Jordan. So one of the things that we're looking at here is all of these uh, fathers out here, or all these people have said all of these great things about their father. So the title of the message today is going to be, my earthly father is great, but my heavenly father is the greatest. Lord, we just want to thank you for another day. Thank you for all of your blessings. Thank you for how you've uh, just given me the opportunity to come up here and to preach your word, Lord. I ask that you would just bless the words that I speak will be words of encouragement, Lord. I ask you just bless leading God. In Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Amen. Now, I was told on the first service that I was going way, way too fast and all that, so I'm going to slow it way down this time. And I'm going to talk real slow. I'm not going to talk real slow. But, hey, we're going to start uh, looking at a couple of scriptures. And I also forgot this also. We're going to have uh, the house crew come out and hand out Bibles. So anybody out there that needs a Bible, raise your hand. And the house crew will give you a Bible. Hey, there are two of my kids right there. Hi, Vanessa and Noah. Say hi. Raise your hand. It's my two kids. Two of my kids. All right. All right. Anyway. Yeah, give my two kids a hand. Aren't they cute? Look at them. Aren't they, they nice? Dreads and everything. All right. Anyway. All right. The first one we're going to look at is, shout out to my children. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about leading by example. And if you have your Bibles, and well, we have a screen here, it says in Matthew 5, 14 through 16, it says, you are the light of the world. A city that sit on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all of the house. In the same way, let your light shine. How many shiny Christians we got out there today? Before others. Are you a shiny Christian? 
Amen. So they may see the works of God, the works and the glory of your Father. Um, the first point that uh, we'll also, we want to we look at Matthew 7, 12. Now, this is the golden rule. It says, so whatsoever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law of the prophets. Uh, point number one is, action speaks louder than words. How many of you know out there that you have uh, talked to your children about things and you said, hey, this is the way you should go in this particular situation? And you, you talk to them and talk to them and talk to them, but how many of you guys know out there that they normally do what you do? Right, right? They kind of emulate some of the things that you went out and do. So, so what, what, kind of, what kind of example are you showing in the drive-thru when you don't get the right thing? What kind of example are you showing when you're driving down the street and somebody pulls in front of you and you say, don't, don't repeat that. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> How do you handle yourself at work? How do you handle yourself with their friends, with your friends? How do you handle yourself at home? How do you treat your wife? How do you, all of these things are examples that your children are watching. So we should try to do the best we can to do some of these things. Uh, being a light and, uh, uh, to the world, being a shiny Christian, means that we should give it a good example to people. That people should see Christ in us in our everyday walk of life. Amen? That they should look at us and see that person right there is following Jesus. Amen. And in training that we want to do, uh, we're going to look in Proverbs uh, 20 through 6. So in, in, in having examples for our children and leading a good example for them and telling them the way to go, it's, impro it's important for us to train them. And it says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So uh, one of our children who is not here that's in Japan is a Marine. And she, uh, 13 years, <laughs> she wrote it down, right? <laughs> See, so Marcel said, don't you forget how many years she served. <laughs> or how many, how many weeks, I should say, that she ended up being in boot camp and in training. But anyway, she trained uh, very, very hard in the military. She learned how to shoot. She learned how to fight. And as a matter of fact, she came home and she said, you know what? I was in a, you know, I was sparring and I kicked a girl in the face and I bloodied her nose up. And I said, that's wonderful, baby. Good job. <laughs> I said, wow, that is something else. So the second point today is train them up. Train them up. Train those children on how to battle. Just like in the military, as you've been trained on how to shoot, how you've been trained to battle and fight and all those things, because all of those things are important in the military. All of those things are important for them to be able to go out on the battlefield and know exactly what to do. So in the, in the, in the life that we have for our children in our lives, it's important for us to be able to train them on some of the things that are going on in their lives. They any training on how to know how to understand and go through some of the things that are going they're going to go through in their life because everything is not going to go all that well how many know that today everything is not going to be great in their lives they're going to be some downtime they're going to be some things that's going to hurt them there's going to be some things that they're not going to be able to handle on their own and so they're going to look to daddy for a little bit of help dad what do i do in this situation 
just like one, all, many of the slides that I showed earlier of all of the wonderful things those children said about the good things that their fathers, um, the words of encouragement that those fathers told them. So training is important. So train them up in the admiration of the Lord. Ephesians 6, 4 says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And Colossians 3 says, Colossians 3.21, I should say, says, Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Amen. Do not, and point number three is going to be do not provoke your children to anger. We talked about examples first in the first part of this uh, uh, sermon. In the second part, we talked about training. And in that training, it's important for us to realize that there are going to be times when you make your children angry, angry in the training. I'm sure my kids are smiling at me right now. <laughs> there are going to be times that we say things to them that, that, that are going to anger them. But that's not what the Bible is talking about because it's important. Discipline and training is important because it helps them to be better. But what I think the Bible is talking about right here is discouraging them. Oh, there's been some, some horrible things that have gone on in lives of people who have been discouraged. And many of those people who have become, uh, uh, you know, serial killers and other had done heinous things will go back to some of the things that were said to them by maybe a co-worker. And unfortunately, there might have been a mother or a father that discouraged them. Oh, you're never going to mount anything. All you're ever going to be is a thief. All you're ever going to be is nothing. All the drug addict. You're not going to amount to anything. And I don't think the Lord wants us to talk to our children like that. He does want us to discipline them. And he does want us to understand and tell them what they're doing wrong so they can be better. But don't discourage them. It's important for you to talk to your children in a way that this encouraging them, but obviously discipline is, is important as well. Now, as I preach this sermon today, and we're talking about fathers, and we're talking about all of these different things, and we're talking about all of these different points of, of being uh, uh, examples, and we're talking about training, and we're talking about not provoking, talking about all of these things, I have to mention also the stepfathers out there today. See, there's some stepfathers out there also that might be thinking to themselves, is this message for you? Yes, absolutely, this message for you as well. Um, we're going to talk about one of the most famous stepfathers of all time, Joseph, and his situation as being the stepfather to Jesus. If we look in our Bibles, we look at Matthew 1, 18 to 31, and it reads, Now the birth of Jesus Christ, uh, Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed, that means engaged, to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband, Joseph, being a man and willing to put her to uh, not willing to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. Now, uh, see, way back then in the day that if you came up pregnant and you didn't have a husband, that was a big problem. You could be stoned. Oh, I'm not talking about drinking a couple beers and getting drunk or anything. I'm talking about people throwing rocks at you. So it was a whole different ball game. You didn't want that one. <laughs> and you didn't want that one right there. So Joseph was looking like and saying, hold on, the kid is not my son. So what's, what's that was Michael Jackson, by the way. Um, <laughs> some, some of you caught that, some of you didn't. <laughs> okay, whatever. 
did, did you catch it? Okay. But anyway, anyway, here, go back, go back to the sermon. But anyway, uh, the kid was not his son, but he treated him as he was. And there are other people out here that are in that situation. So point number four we're going to look at is be a dad even though you're not the father. Uh, Shaq has a quote here. Let me get a picture of Shaq. One of my favorite players, not my most favorite player, Reggie Miller is my favorite player, but Shaq is my second. And he says, I respect him more raising somebody else's child and disciplining that child as if he was his own, as if I was his own child. Without him, I wouldn't be here today. I'm glad he did it. There are women, there are young children out there that need your help. They need you to come out there and step up and be a father to them where a father is not present. Won't you do that today? I remember in my life a man named Hardy Blake took me under his wing when I was in my 20s. I'm really old now. I'm like 51 now, so it was a long time ago. But <laughs> I still look good for 51. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think so anyway. Anyway, he took me under his wing. <laughs> he took me under his wing, and he told me, hey, listen, you know, he, he, he taught me how to be a man in many ways. Uh, because I worked for him, and not only did I work for him, but I also went to his church because he was a pastor also. And I watched him. You know, we talked about examples earlier on in the, in, the, in the message. I watched the way he treated his wife and how he treated his children and how he treated uh, people that worked for him. He showed me a wonderful example of a Christian man, and I just thought that was a great thing. And there are some children out there. And I'm not saying that they have to live with you and all of that, but there should be a, there's going to be a situation out there for one of you that you can be a father in somebody's life. Won't you do that today? Won't you take them out for a burger or some ice cream and tell them about Jesus and tell them they can make it, tell them they, they're pretty or they're handsome or they can be good at this or good at that? There's some people that need of that out there today. So won't you help them out today? Would you be a father to somebody today? Amen, amen. All right, now we're at the end of the ser- we're at the end of the sermon right now. We're going to do a little thing here, and you guys get to participate in this whole situation. Can you do that for me? Yeah. Oh, it's kind of silly. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now because it's knock knock. Who's there? Who's ever ever done that before? Okay, I know my son out there, my daughter saying you're lame, and I know Taylor saying I'm lame for sure. So here we go. <laughs> we're going to do a practice round, okay? Can we do that? Knock, knock. The greatest. Oh, man, you sound real good, but I want you to get a little bit louder for me right now. Knock, knock. The greatest. Oh, I think you got it now. Knock, knock. The greatest. Oh, he's the greatest. He's the one that gives good gifts just because we ask him. Knock, knock. The greatest. Oh, he's the greatest. He parted the Red Sea so the Israelites could walk over dry land and escape on the other side. Knock, knock. Oh, he's the greatest. He's the greatest of all time. He's the one that, that put uh, He's the one that created the earth, the moon, and the stars. And he created you, and you get a life. You get a life. You get a life, and you get a life. Knock, knock. Oh, he's the greatest. He's the greatest of all time because he can his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe in him will have everlasting life. Happy Father's Day, everybody out there. But don't you ever forget that Heavenly Father, the greatest of all time.
Thank you again for joining us on the Relevant Church Podcast. If this message has been impactful to you, let us know by sending an email to hello at thisisrelevant.cc. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, join us in reaching others by investing at giving.thisisrelevant.cc. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more messages like this one.